Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Hey, baby. Woo! Baby. Oh my gosh, so silly. Yes. How are you today? I am awesome. How are you? Nice. Thank yeah? you. I'm amazing and happy and mm-hmm. excited. It's a beautiful day here. Nice. And Erica. Yes. Hello. Uh, hello. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling wonderful today. Thank mm-hmm. you. Tell us why. Because it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and I'm sitting here with you two beautiful people. <laughs> mm-hmm. thank, yes. thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. So we are on, Erica, with you, we're on episode three now, Tools Used to Reintegrate After the Quarantine is Lifted. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just to reiterate, Erica James Strayhorn is a licensed marriage and family therapist, and she's been with us on a three-part series to assist and support us and you in navigating the new environment. So... Yes, yeah, so, uh, Erica's super cool. We've been hanging out with her for a while, a uh, long while actually. She's uh, she's family to us, mm-hmm. and um, here here in the Atlanta area, she has been practicing. She's had her practice for oh my gosh, how long? Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. Four years. Okay, cool. And uh, your practice is geared towards adults, individuals, and couples mm-hmm. uh, who are motivated to heal, shift, and find balance in their lives. Got it. Got it. Okay. Erica focuses on empowerment through recognizing and letting go of narratives that keep clients stuck. And she certainly believes that the most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself. And that relationship is developed and nurtured through the practice of self-care. Mm-hmm. Hey, Erica, what are a few of your, uh, your, your specialties? Well, work-life balance, anxiety, healing from past traumas, depression. Yep. A whole host of other things that I can't yes. call to mind right now. Yeah. And I really enjoy helping people figure out and just get clear on their individualized self-care plan. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of those are going to come into play also with uh, today's topic for sure. Totally. Yep. And, and uh, it's important. It's really important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just again, to reiterate, we're talking about how to reintegrate after the quarantine is lifted. So Ooh, this seems like a biggie. Yeah, it is a biggie. I mm-hmm. mean, it impacts. We don't even understand the impact of the totality of the quarantine yet, of yeah. the stay-at-home yep. regulations mm-hmm. and stuff. So, so let us know. I mean, what do you? What are the implications, Erica, of like social distancing versus uh, the actual virus? I mean, which which is worse? Well, you know, I think the virus. You know, don't get me wrong. It is. It's not a great thing. You know, people are dying, people are getting sick, and I totally understand that. However, I think the psychological and psychosocial impacts of people having to be separated from each Mm -hmm. other, staying at home, having to wear masks when they're out and gloves and all those types of things, the implications of that, I think, will last way longer than the actual virus itself. Because what's happening for a lot of people is they're experiencing what's called a trauma response, meaning that the shutdown and the quarantine and the shelter in place and just being in a space where so many people are dying and the overarching narrative of that is really fear-based that can create a lot of trauma and scarce and and, and scare and fear in people. And a way that you respond to that can be a trauma response. And that looks different for for a lot of people that could show up as anxiety that could show up as 
being really fearful to even leave your house, even when the mm-hmm. quarantine is lifted. Yeah. It could show up as depression and yeah. just, you know, just feeling like I don't even want to do anything. I have no motivation to do yeah. the things I was doing before. And there is this idea of grief where you're grieving the loss of your life the way it was before. There are a lot of people who had a lot of big plans who were going to start entrepreneurship or, yeah. or have a new job or go to school or graduate or go to prom and yeah. all of those things are yeah. not happening anymore. And so it's this idea of grieving something, grieving a loss that's so big that you can't really, it's kind of intangible because it's like the concept of your life the way it was before. It's a little bit different from when you lose a loved one or when you get fired from a job or something like that that's a little bit more tangible. But we're talking about the loss of a whole way of life. And that is a, a, a type of grief that is kind of new. And I think the implications of that will be long lasting as well. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, are you seeing anything, anything coming up in session right now around that? Yes, I just I'm seeing the impacts of a lot of people just being separated, even those who live at home with people who have partners and families, they're still really feeling the the heaviness of being separated from other family members from being not being around friends, not just being able to go about life and move freely. Some people don't like to be at home all day. Yeah, you know, some people really love being outside and talking to people and going to get coffee and going shopping. And those seems those things seem a little bit menial However, those are a big part of your, of our lives. We're yeah. we're humans. We're social. You know, we are community based. We are group based. And when we're separated like this from an extended amount of time, that can have huge implications on us in the long run. Yeah, I w- I will share with you that is actually a conversation that I'm having with with uh, a couple of my clients as well, okay. my coaching clients as mm-hmm. well, to the degree that they're nervous about what to do when they have to reintegrate. Absolutely. Like their conversation, like one, one woman's conversation is, I'm not sure what to wear now. Mm. Like, I'm not sure how to protect it. Like, do I need to protect myself? Yes. I'm not sure what type of clothes to wear. I'm not sure. Like there's just an overall hesitancy mm-hmm. to go out. Absolutely. You know, and I think that is going to be something that we'll see, especially as the quarantines are lifted and businesses open back up and we're allowed to go out and, you know, in in the same, in the way that we were before, kind of, it won't be in the same way, but I think people are going to have some apprehension again on, do I still need to wear a mask? Do I still need to wear gloves? Like, do I still need a social distance? And I think some people will still choose to do that. I think there'll probably be a large amount of people who still choose to social distance and still choose to do those same practices that we're doing now. And some who won't and some who'll be more open to not having a mask on, not wearing gloves. And I think that might create some tension or just some insecurity between people, you know, people who are still going to be resistant with hugging and being in groups and being in larger groups. I think that's going to have some long term implications. I've seen that there have been so many events that have already been canceled through 2021, like different big concerts and things like that. And um it's 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 a type of thing where we don't really know we can't really predict what it's going to look like but again i still feel that those implications are going to last way way, way longer than the virus itself mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what i'm hearing you say is that the trust is being impacted like whether it's trusting themselves mm-hmm. or trusting their clients sure. or trusting their friends or trusting the people it's just an element of trust mm-hmm. so what what would somebody like what's a what's a mindset practice or an exercise or a takeaway that they can start 
maybe even practicing mm-hmm. before they start reintegrating or take with them to through and through reintegration. Sure. So I think if you're someone who has the who is challenged with trust and like kind of trusting your environment or trusting the people that you interact with, having some fear or do they have the virus or not, that can turn into anxiety. And mm-hmm. so some things that can help manage anxiety are breathing exercises. Okay. And you want to make sure that you're practicing the breathing exercises when you're calm. So when you when the anxiety hits, you're more likely to recall the breathing exercise if you only do it when you're anxious you're Mm -hmm. less likely to remember it okay so it's like you have to practice it just like when you practice riding your bike you you fall a few times and you get back on the same thing with breathing exercises you want to make sure you're doing it when you're calm maybe when you're watching tv maybe right before you get out of bed in the morning um maybe when you're driving doing some tasks around the house making sure you're practicing breathing then so when the anxiety hits you can automatically recall like oh yeah i can do my breathing exercise and you've practiced it so much that it'll be easier for you to to use it for when you feel anxious some other things you can do is just some visualization like try to think in your mind what it's going to look like when you leave your house like close your eyes and visualize yourself actually leaving your home you know whether you want to wear gloves or not or a mask or not we're not even going to get into that yet just visualize what it looks like when you leave your house getting into your car going to the store going to a park where there's people around just getting just really try to visualize what it looks like and see how you are going to show up and behave in those moments and try to connect with how you feel that's great feeling that uh, feeling of peace so again when you're out and the anxiety is triggered you feel you know a little rattled a little shaky you can always go back to that feeling of peace that you've already practiced Mm -hmm. so i think that's a really great one to do too Mm -hmm. and the breathing too yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Because we can't control anybody around you. You can only control yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, that's why it's important to do some of those mindfulness practices, doing some meditation, some deep breathing and some visualizations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that is one of the, one of the things that I actually really enjoy about being or being, and really it's a beingness of during this time, but mm-hmm. the practices that are being cultivated with our family personally, mm-hmm. like we're cooking together more, yes. or we're we're certainly exercising together a lot more, or we're really thinking of new imaginative ways to be outside, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or indoor scavenger hunts, outdoor scavenger right. hunts, you know, like all of those things. So, what do you? How do you feel about those new traditions and rituals? Like, do you think they're going to stick? Or what? those things really excite me. Like, mm-hmm. even before the quarantine, I was I was always encouraging families and couples to start some new traditions of their own, and because I think that can really enhance the family bond and just create a different type of experience for the family. Yep. So, I really am excited about people doing getting back to basics, playing cards, doing puzzles together, cooking yeah. together, yep. looking up recipes together, nice. really just engaging different parts of their brain that they haven't had to because of other reasons and Mm -hmm. now it's like we get the opportunity to be creative with ourselves and our kids and i'm really looking forward to people taking that with them when the quarantine is over so i still want to see families walking together i see Mm -hmm. you want to i still want to see families engaged and exercise together still cooking together you know you guys were talking about how you have lunch with your kids now Mm -hmm. and breakfast and really still trying to incorporate those things when the quarantine is lifted because we really don't know what it's going to look like and so focusing on the things that are helping you stay grounded and loving now and taking that with you to whatever the next phase is, I think that's going to be a really important factor. That is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's mind blown. Focusing on what you have control over. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, your Absolutely. response to the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. getting, and like you said, Erica, like getting back to basics, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we've had four or five weeks to create new habits around 
um, this creativity totally. you know, with our family. And, you know, so you can challenge yourself to, to, to engage mm-hmm. in, in that creation, right. you know, going, going, going forward, Absolutely. you know, that, that take that 10 minutes or 15 minutes a week, put it on your calendar and, uh, and, and create that new family, that new family tradition, totally. whatever it is, or mm-hmm. that, that, that new thing you guys are going to do that you never would have done or even thought about mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so thinking about the quarantine as much as you can as a, as a gratitude, as a gift, because yeah. it has allowed a lot of us to slow down. And yeah. I understand there's a lot of fear ar- around it. You know, people are getting sick and, you know, people are losing their jobs. And I totally have respect and understanding in that and still trying to find some gratitude in this because mm-hmm. That is, I think finding gratitude is a survival skill because when you have so many things going on in your life that may not be going your way, you can still find something to be grateful for, still something to wake up for. And I think that's really something that we need to be continuing to do even when the um, quarantine is over. And something else to mention too, you have your internal environment, which is like your family, the internal environment of your home and your internal environment as your as a person. So like your inner voice, your health, all those things are your internal environment. So making sure that you can control that and keep that balance with the external environment, mm-hmm. which is outside, yeah. which is the virus, which is, right. you know, the government, the shelter in place, all those things you can't control. Yeah. The more able that you are to keep your internal environment at peace and balance, and the better able you are to manage the external environment. Ooh. So again, yeah, that sounds familiar, huh, guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's those things like you know eating well, exercising, reading books, having some alone time, meditating, um, mindfulness, breathing exercises. All those things help you to manage your internal environment. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Awesome. Your health is your wealth. Absolutely. Folks, on all your wheels. Yeah. Beautiful. Ooh. Anything else, my love? Um. No, I think that is <laughs> plenty. <laughs> and if it's really not plenty, um, again, as always, we recommend that you reach out to us on on Insta Six uh, Money and Real Estate. You can reach out to Erica at EJ Counseling ATL and uh, let us know. You know what questions you have, what's coming up. Let us know if anything has been helpful for you, and you know, and and if you want more, reach out for us that for uh, for that reason as well. So yeah. It's beautiful. Thank you for so much for hanging out with us on this three episode, which I think is going to actually turn into more episodes because this is really fun. <laughs> I would love to come back. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. That's great. And uh, until next time. Yes. Love goes great, out. It's a great life. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jameson. And I'm Nancy Jameson. And remember, it's It's a great great life. life. Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.